0: guess when I say that things are only 15 milligrams that yeah I guess they sell them at like 10 milligrams each and I'm like oh yeah mine are stronger than the ones that you get in the clubs of course they are because um, I just I love cooking with weed food I love cooking with weed it's just a thing I do uh, so yeah I have a uh, walnut caramel stain they're really good All right, I wanted c- to kind of wait for Drea just because she said she was on her way and I feel like if she's on her way or if people are on their way that you want to have as big an audience as you can. And it's not like, you know, I mean, I guess we can take a consensus. Is there somewhere, is, is, does everyone have pressing plans that, um, Hey, good. We have another comedian. We're going to wait a couple more minutes. Um, the bread up at the front of the days is, um, no list. There's, there's no more than eight of us. So it's not a big deal. Um, the bread up front is sober loaves. There's no weed in it. Um, feel free. There's a savory one that has cheese in it. And there's um, a sweet one. And uh, there's one that's just plain. And I'm eating it back here with some cheese and bread. It's very good. But, uh, yeah. And it, we're going to be right back with some comedy here at Mutiny Radio.
1: Because <laughs> I Get to
0: All right. It's six fifteen. We've given everybody fifteen minutes. This is this is it. <laughs> Come on inside, put your masks on, kids. It's time for comedy here at mutiny radio.fm.sf. We got you could guess what people's jobs are in here. <laughs> you could absolutely figure it out. They're talking about work. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get to comedy right now. I'm going to get Mark Neuer inside, and Shelby inside, and we're going to get started. Yay, it's Friday. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. I'm trying to gather the children together. They don't want to be gathered. Okay. <laughs> I'll just keep eating cheese and bread and stuff and hanging out. Oh, my. People got jokes. I got new jokes. I don't need, eh, whatever. Okay, we'll play some more music since they aren't coalescing yet. Get them inside. It's 6.15.
1: you baby, like oh. Ooh, give it to me till I just can't take my... do I could never love no other you're the best I ever had Mm -hmm. whenever we're not close to one another
0: Okay, let's do it. Let's get it started. Come on in guys. Come on in. Got stuff and comedy. comedy. We got people with jokes and stuff. I know that I look super cute today because a woman cat called me. She, I was walking by her and she was like, I like whatever you're doing here. And I was like, oh, thanks. And maybe it's not cat calling. Maybe that's just a compliment. I don't know, Uh, another, a gentleman actually pulled his car over and said, baby girl, and I was like, what, what about me reads prostitute, like, (laughs) what, what about me says sex for money, I, I, I don't, I don't know, it's not, it's not something I'm definitely, (laughs) I'm, I mean, I guess I'd like to be, I'd be nice to be paid for something, all right, um, who wants to take the bullet, Jack does. Right, right, I'm not even gonna time yet. I'm not even gonna set up a timer. I don't, I don't care. There's only five of us, six including me. So um, we're definitely underneath the quota of uh, what we can do, have, having people in here wise, which is nice, because um, we are an art gallery and I am allowed to have people inside. Um, there's bags at the top of the stage. If you don't have your own microphone, please use a bag of shame. They're crinkly and annoying and um, we'll shame you for them. Don't forget to throw money in the jar because uh, I pay rent here. Still, <laughs> I didn't get any breaks on COVID, so yay! Yeah. But your first comedian—he's gonna make us laugh, and he—you uh, know—go as long as you want, man. I'll—I'll I'll only stop you if I get bored. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jack Ferguson!
2: Thank you guys. Wow, what a rousing round of applause! Uh, you guys are the best. Um, I'm not doing great. I have uh, just, you know, regular, regular stuff. I feel like my essential problem in life is that I can't control what I do, you know? Like, everybody's always like, oh, like, you have free will or whatever and stuff like that. But I constantly find myself doing shit that I don't initially want to do at all, you know? Like, I... I'll wake up in the morning and think in my mind, I should get out of bed, and then I just can't make myself (laughs) do it, you know? I can't control the only thing that I have control over. I'll be like, oh man, like, like, or maybe it's more just that like, I am, I'm too beholden to my emotions, you know? You notice the people who, it seems like they have really good self-control. It's not really that they have good self-control, it's just that they don't have emotions. You know what I mean? Like, if you ever seen a really successful person? And you'd be like, hey, man, how do you feel? And you can see they're confused. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't feel anything. That's why I'm doing all this shit, man. You know what I mean? If I stop for too long, it'll be... Yeah. Uh, I'm also... Uh, you know, I, I got into trouble for this, but I'm also a liar. I... <laughs> this is yeah. I am... I am. I think most of us probably are. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle is Everybody not. Don't My. I'm. Oh, I'm a really. I'm. That's because I'm a good liar. You know. <laughs> I. Uh, no. I. I don't really lie for big stuff. I lie for stuff that's just not important at all. Because I like. I like tricking people for some. R- I don't even like it to be honest. To just do it instinctually. I instinctually trick people, you know? Like all, um, I'm trying to think of a, an example other than the one that I used last night. Um, I, I w- <laughs> this is a great one. I, <laughs> I uh, the first girl I ever dated went to Stanford, and I told her I got into Stanford too, but I didn't want to go, <laughs> and she believed me. I didn't get into Stanford. And I eventually told her I was like, Yeah, I didn't get into Stanford. And she's like, Why would you tell me that? <laughs> you know? And it's because I'm a liar, you know? It's because I'm a liar. I um I lie about all kinds of stuff. I have a pretty good get out of, f- of jail free card with that. Like I'm uh I'm bipolar and most people don't really know what that entails, you know. So I can pretty much make up whatever kind of symptoms or or like like kind of thing that like I for instance I can be like oh yeah like you know if I uh am like a dick to someone one day I could they'll be like hey man you were kind of a dick to me yesterday I was like oh yeah like didn't take my meds <laughs> And I did. I just was, you know, like like everyone, I get tired sometimes, and I'm a dick sometimes. But I also use it as an excuse, which is uh, really, really harmful for the public image of what being bipolar is, because it actually doesn't have a whole lot to do with that. It's something that you really, its you see it's very common. Like, for instance, um, like I know other people who are bipolar in the comedy scene. I won't name names, but they specifically use the fact that they're bipolar to just say whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> and uh, I guess it's harmful. I should stop doing it, I guess. Um, this is this has become a little bit more confessional than I wanted it to be. Uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever seriously, I don't think I've ever really seriously been depressed. And when you tell people you've bi- you're bipolar, they usually assume that that's what it is, because they don't think about like the mania thing is more not as common. Or at least it's not as as talked about. It's like, oh man, like I've been depressed before too. And in my heart of hearts, I actually kind of view depression as a weakness. Like I feel like most of the time when people are depressed, it's their fault, <laughs> uh, and <laughs> it because it often is. You know, I was in the I was in the psych ward with a bunch of people who were depressed, and it's like. Well, what have you tried to do to try? What have you tried to do to get out of it? And it's like, well, nothing. I'm depressed. <laughs> it's like, well, you have to do some. You you have to do some stuff, you know. And in our society, we kind of just coddle people. Like you can like just, you can say that you have whatever bullshit it is. Like, how do you know you're depressed? Let's be honest. Like, some people might be depressed. Some people might just s- feel a little bit of pain and think that's what depression is. You know, like I, when I was in the psych ward, there was a woman who was so depressed that she literally couldn't move her body like her. Like no, no, like she like she was for real. Like she her, her neurons were firing so slowly that if she were to lift her arm, it would just fall back to the ground because she didn't have like the electrical stimulation in her body. They had to do like like TMS, which is uh, like electrical stimulation on her brain to get it to work again. And that's depression, you know, but, like, you're, you know, you're sad that your mom died. Everyone's mom fucking dies, you know? <laughs> it's like, a, at a certain point, just kill yourself or don't. But <laughs> make a choice, you know? Make a choice and don't put it on us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> don't put it on me. I don't care if you're depressed, <laughs> to be honest. I don't. There are very few people in this world that I care about. <laughs> I, and... I don't think any of them are currently depressed. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, and then here's the other thing. I'm tired of I'm tired I'm really tired of everybody acting like the world is ending all the time. The world every like the world the world has been ending for the last six years and it's ha- it's still happening, <laughs> you know. Everything's still happening. You know? Guess what happened when we literally stormed the Capitol and guess what came of it? Fucking nothing. (laughs) Dude, nothing. Nothing happened. It's totally fine. And guess what? It's gonna be totally fine. Our country has so far to fall before we're even average for, like, life, like, 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 you know, how easy it is to live in this country. You know what I mean? The problem with this country is it's too fucking easy for everyone. You know, these people are mad that like they think the election was stolen, which it probably wasn't, but also who gives a shit? Guess how many elections were stolen in Russia in the last fifty years? Guess what's going on there? Fucking nothing, you know? They're like, You pussies are complaining because one election was stolen? We don't even have elections anymore. We don't even vote, but for some reason a hundred percent of people vote for Putin. <laughs> I don't know. The president of the Philippines is just shooting people. (laughs) That was his, he literally ran on a policy of I'm just gonna shoot drug addicts. Just gonna get out in the street and shoot people who are addicted to drugs. And he won, (laughs) everyone voted for him. You know, we have a long way to go before that. I just think that the country, everyone is too fucking, everyone's doing too good right now for anything bad to really happen. We're not going to have a civil war because nobody really is going to die for any of this shit. You saw all the people who got arrested at the Capitol. They're like, what? You're actually taking this serious? Like something's actually going to happen to me? I didn't think anything was going to actually – I guarantee you if any of the people who got arrested at the Capitol knew they were going to get arrested, they wouldn't have gone. They don't don't care that much. They thought they were going to get away with it with impunity because that's the fucking way that we've raised this entire generation of people. And and not just fuck you, Pam, because you're not my generation. You fucking raised us, and it's your fault, you know? <laughs> we're not responsible for the fact that our parents were bullshit parents and they read these books where it's like, just always let them win. Always let them win. If two people play a game and one of them loses, they also won. How does that make sense? Like. I remember when I was a little kid playing soccer, and I would ask the ref what the score was. He would say, it's fun to fun. I'd be like, then bitch, why are we playing, you know? (laughs) I know the score. I know how many goals I scored, and I know how many goals they scored, and we're fucking winning, you know? (laughs) Stop trying to fucking convince us that nothing bad ever happens in the world. It constantly does. And that's why everybody thinks that when something bad happens to them, they're the only person it's ever happened to because they grew up getting told that, like, nothing bad is ever going to happen to you. You know?
3: <laughs> that's... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had a bad day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had a bad day. <laughs> How bad of a day did you have? How bad was it wasn't even really that bad, honestly. <laughs> I just thought that'd be a funny thing to say. I've had a pretty good day. <laughs> I'm a liar, you know. I'm a liar. I'm a good liar, you know. I don't know. I like to. I fuck it. I like to. This is the. W- this is the most psychologically fucked up thing that I do. I like to compliment people on things that I don't think that they should be complimented for. <laughs> like, if somebody has a really horrible shirt, I will sincerely go up to them and be like, hey, man, that's a fucking dope shirt. <laughs> like, that's great. And they'll, <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, you like it? And I'll be like, yeah, man, I think you should wear that all the time. And <laughs> it's like this dumb fucking shirt. I don't know, man. I've got fucking problems. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't, I, and the funny thing is, I still think I'm a good person. I, like, realistically, I'm a horrible person. I grew, I've, I didn't, I'm ta- complaining about people never losing. I've never worked for anything in my life, you know? The hardest challenge that I had to face was, like, getting, like, diagnosed as bipolar. And that shit was fun as fuck. <laughs> like, manic episodes are really fucking fun. Like, the neurotransmitters in your brain, like, shit, crazy shit is happening to you, so I can say, like, oh, like, yeah, I did crazy stuff, and it was really hard, but it, I was having a good time when I was doing it, you know? It wasn't that hard, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I feel like that's probably, <laughs> that's probably enough. Uh, thanks,
0: guys. Jack Ferguson! I learned so much about you during that set. Uh, He's a liar, and that was an amazing therapy session that we all got to be a part of. I hope Jack's going to be okay. I love mania. It's a super fun time. Get a lot of shit done is what I'm talking about when you get manic. Uh, I'm uh, actually, I'm not manic depressive. I'm just manic. (laughs) It's super fun. Cool. That was lovely, Jack your next comedian i'm cal you want to go next because you always like to go up early don't you do you you don't usually do do. i don't know i you guys can mad dog each other to to see who goes up next (laughs) all right your next comedian pancake
4: a little groove there. I'm Pancake, uh, I'm the Syrup King, uh, the, the current reigning Syrup King, um, and, and just because I am your Syrup King now, um, does not mean that I am above you, yes, um, what were we, what were oh, hi, I'm Pancake, I am also a comedian, um, I just felt r- um, right to start like that. Here we go. I, I've been um, writing some things down. Like um, the other day, I went to a psychic just to see how things will be going. <laughs> and uh, why you laughing because you were at the first one where I said that, yeah. but then it like kind of caught on I feel like you were the spark. And then it ignited over here um, from from left to right. Oh, uh, the moon, the moon phases go from right to left, Um, just so everyone remembers. Um, We got a uh, waxing moon tonight. No, last night. Sorry. um, Back to the psychic. Uh, I went to the psychic with some friends, and she sat us down, and she asked me, what what do you think your internal age may be? And I was like, well, uh, 9-11 sounds about right. Then, um, I'm sorry. Fuck, I fucked that up. Um, There was more to that, but uh, it it wasn't gonna go better than that. I, um, I sat in some gum the other day, pretty relatable, but I took the initiative and I framed them. And now I, I think I'm an artist. <laughs> authentic, authentic, um, tragedy framed, uh, inconvenience framed. Uh, I was, a. O- I don't want to do that. Um, Maybe I should get into a rhythm. Would that sa- Would that be better if it wasn't just broken up thoughts? I can't form thoughts um, anymore because I'm always looking for the next explosion in the corner of my eye, and uh, just like you guys, I'm sure, w- and we've been conditioned to be this way. Uh, that's where I was gonna go. We're We're not. Things happen to people and that causes a chain reaction and shittiness is just spewed out into the world because someone was inconvenienced by an accident. An accident the other night, just last night, I was at a party and um, we were in the backyard, in this shared backyard of many tenants and we were having a great time for hours. And then the neighbor upstairs s- yelled out from their uh, their doorway in, the, in at night. And they said, did you fuck with our lights? And we were like, what? No. And I was like, fuck with your lights. I was really out of it at that point. But the um, point is. It was like a wildfire on some dry brush, and kerosene was the drink of the night. So wrap that up for me in your heads, will you? I've never met a beaner in my life, <laughs> but I know a very nice Mexican-American man. Hey, he's a very good friend of mine. I don't see. I don't see why that's wrong. I'm maybe because I'm not Bill Burr. <laughs> if I sold that to Bill Burr, you know, he'd make fifty dollars on it. Uh, I like that song. My my notes are really scattered. Ooh. Um. I'm gonna. Uh, when did I start? Ten minutes ago. You guys are a great crowd. Very attentive. I've had I've had all of you in my gaze, um, and locked in eye contact, for for many 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 moments, and I'm glad that I'm in your memory, <laughs> and um, I'm I'm uh, yeah you know just remember me, how I was, um, whatever the best version of me was in your mind. Um, I got to go. Thanks for the time, Mutiny Radio. I'm going to Venmo you. All right. Good night. Happy New Year, everyone.
0: We Pancake, the Syrup King. There was a party last night. Uh, I don't have FOMO because I hung out with Mark Neuer and we read Magic Cards. So fuck all the people that had a party. Uh, I hope you all get COVID. Yay. <sighs> your next comedian, put your hands together. Kyle, do you want to go up? All right. no, I thought I was going. Oh, oh, go. Mark Neuer's going. Your next comedian, put your hands together. He, I beat him at magic, finally. I can't wait to try to do it again. Put your hands together for Mark Neuer.
1: Yeah, you don't have to be
5: I'm a fucking genius, dude. <laughs> you think they just breed a bunch of idiots in Stockton? You're wrong. You're wrong. I was laughing because I told Jack Ferguson to bum a stoke off at Shelby and he walked right past Shelby and went right to Pam. <laughs> I just thought it was worth chuckling at. Am I not allowed to chuckle? When you get sensitive all of a sudden I can't chuckle at things. You know what I mean? The fuck? I was sitting in the little studio back there. minding my own fucking business. (laughs) Relaxing. I'm watching Jack Ferguson. I'm leaning back in this real nice leaning back chair. minding my own fucking business. And in comes Dre Myers. She sits right behind me, right? And I'm like, cool. I'm I'm part of the cool kid posse. I got Dre Myers sitting behind me. Look at me, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I thought I'd come up. And And I'm sitting there. And I was killing it, right? I was sitting there. I'm killing it. No, I ki- I was killing it. I was sitting there, and I'm killing it. Just sitting. And then abruptly, Dre Myers gets up, and she walks away. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? How did I fuck this up? How am I never going to get booked in o- Oakland again? What did I do wrong? And I'm like, I can't be the hat. The hat's dope. It's not the flower. The flower's dope. What is it? And I, I'm like, no, it can't be. I have the coat on. It can't be. I have a long sleeve, long shirt on. It can't be. My ass crack was out the whole time. <laughs> well, that's okay, because it was out. It was out.
0: Two puppies frolicking.
5: Well, there goes my anxiety. It's gone,
0: because
5: she didn't see it. So it all works out. I'm still going to get booked in Oakland. I'm not canceled, ladies and gentlemen. I have a huge ass crack, it's really large. It goes up to the back of my back, right in the middle. No, I can't well you don't want it. I have a rash on my ass. It's <laughs> been there for months and <laughs> I just you know when my when my skin turned purple, I was like ER time, you know, but this rash, <laughs> it doesn't bother me so much, you know. But when my skin turned purple, I was like, I gotta go to the ER. It did turn purple, it was bad. They didn't tell me what was wrong. The, s- the dermatologist never called. They must have thought I was just I don't know. I told them I was like four days clean off of cocaine. And she chuckled. She chuckled. I didn't get any medical advice. <laughs> oh. oh, thank you. <laughs> God bless. You hear about these QAnon people? <laughs> yeah. yeah. People don't like the QAnons. You, you don't li- a lot of people don't like these people. They're the ones that are standing up saying that rich people and politicians are just ass-fucking kids to death. And people are like, I hate QAnon. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Fuck them kids, right? Fuck those kids. (laughs) Fuck them. Fuck them to death. We're so brainwashed. If one group says, we like Trump, but we also hate pedophiles. They're like, no, I don't like those people. Those people suck. Fuck QAnon. They hate pedophiles. I saw a comic today posting some propaganda saying fuck QAnon. I'm like, dude, I'm so glad you don't do comedy anymore. I'm s- I thank God for COVID. I hope you catch it. You fucking piece of shit. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You act like Trump is Hitler. They really are comparing Trump to Hitler. Are you out of your fucking mind? Are you out of your mind? 1, 1,300 people rushed the Capitol. He's Hitler. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. And it wasn't Trump supporters. Who was it? It was the furries. Oh. Dude, the f- they're f- that's a Bernie supporter. Good. I have another new joke. The QAnon is one of them. Thank you, I appreciate it. Oh, my phone's in there. God bless America. (laughs) And thank God. Oh, Matty Q finally found parking seven hours later. (laughs) Thank you, Pam. No, it's not your (laughs) fault, it's Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault, he's a Nazi. Oh, I hate when people from the Bay try to lie to me and say that they need money for Bart. (laughs) Like That's crazy to me, that's crazy. If you come to me and you're like a grown human being And you're like, hey, I'm just 25 cents short for BART. Your priorities are out of line, sir. (laughs) They are. I haven't paid for BART once, and I'm not even from here. You jumped it last night. I did. I jump it. (laughs) I jump it every time. Dre, you could just walk over it. Your legs are so big. You just, (laughs) like, nothing. I hop over it like a bunny rabbit. You you, you thought I was not uh, an athlete. I'm an absolute athlete. I could run track. I could do it all. Jerk off for seven hours, you know what I mean? Straight, <laughs> not even a, not even a blink goes by. So, what the fuck else was written about that guy? This really happened. We were out here, m- Pam and I, fucking. We gave him money. I saw him get off a fucking Oakland. He needed to go to Hayward. What a fucking liar! <laughs> if you're not if you're not jumping Bart, grow up. That's the. Okay, cool. Posting your COVID re- results. That's a crazy way to say you want to fuck someone. You know what I mean? That's a really crazy way to say, hey, I'm single and I want to deep throat someone's dick. You know, that's just a really, it's like, that's crazy. It makes me wonder, did people like not fuck when AIDS was a big deal? When HIV was a pandemic, an epidemic, a whole thing, where people just like, I'm not fucking. Because no one leaves their houses nowadays. They won't even go outside. So it's like crazy. It's crazy. Bananas. I saw someone wearing two masks recently and I figured that's like wearing two condoms. It's not. It's gonna work. It's gonna break, you're gonna get pregnant. Good. 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 Going through the new ones, ladies and gentlemen. Strap up. My drug dealer told me he makes no money off of me. So I think I'm winning. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the, how is this my problem that you don't do your job right? I do your job better than you, you know? <laughs> you're making no money off of me you know I'm not making any money off of you either so I guess it's a good I don't have a uh, I don't have a bank account Uh, They. I don't trust banks and they don't trust me it's like a mutual situation (laughs) that's the joke thank you (laughs) it's a it is I know I'm maturing uh, because I'm looking into buying a candle But when I saw the scents, like I saw that one of the scents was Alabama. Why would I, my, I already smoke cigarettes in my room, <laughs> masturbate for hours on end. My, my room already smells like Alabama. <laughs> it does, I live inside of a strip club. It already smells like Alabama in the summer. <laughs> you know, I have that summertime Alabama scent. Yeah, yeah. You like that one? Yeah, she You like that one? I got fucking jokes. I was raised going to church. <laughs> Thank you. So naturally, as an adult, I'm not religious. So I not na- so na- so I understand not believing in God, but I'll never understand the hail Satan people. Matty Q, have you heard of these people? The people that say hail Satan. I don't get them. I don't get. It's like, did we not read the same book? Oh. Maybe we're not on the same page in the p- same book. Maybe we're just a little off. You're going for the guy who's gonna f- f- fucking hold on. <laughs> you're going for the. You're gonna get. You want to get. De- you want to get. Fu- you want to get face fucked by the devil's dick to death every for the rest of eternity. That's wh- that's your goal. That's what you're going. You're gonna get just just fucking just wrecked by Satan every day. I mean, it's not a bad gig, I guess, but hail. What is this, Nazi Germany? Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm going to hail is a cab away from your psychotic ass. Hail Satan. That's crazy to me. <laughs> it's a word joke. playing on words. I know people don't hail cabs anymore. You ever smoke a cigarette till it tastes funny? I understand the argument though. You know what I mean? I get it. I, I get it though. You know, I get it. I totally understand the argument. Satan was the angel of music and entertainment. I'm sorry, but that's Aussie for me. You can keep Satan to yourself. I don't. I already have one of those. He he's great. He eats bats and doesn't get COVID. He's, I mean, he's like Superman. But Satan. You want us to have the fruit of knowledge, of understanding. Why do I want to know, why do I want to be conscious of how fucked I am? (laughs) Ignorance is bliss. It's bliss. Bears don't give a fuck. Bears don't give a fuck. They don't know and they don't want to know. They don't care. All they know about is fucking, eating, and sleeping for long periods of time. I want to be like a bear. I don't want to be a human. I don't need this. Why, I don't need this. Why do I need this for? I don't wanna know. Just send me out there with the butterflies, the birds, and the bees, and the honey, and I'm out there with the trees, man. I'm a bear, I wanna be a bear with a salmon. <laughs> but No, I gotta be here. Kyle Morrissey, I gotta be right here in this room. I gotta be here. I gotta take whores on dates. I gotta pretend I care about your problems. I got problems. Okay, I got problems. I don't need your problems. You bring your problems to me, it's gonna be a problem. I wrote all of this. <laughs> I was on a lot of cocaine. But I wrote all of this ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this goes right into Pam's favorite joke and I'm going to close it out with this one. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not grossed out by girls on their period. I'm not. I'm not one of those kind of guys. I'm not I I'm Whoa. not grossed out by it. I'm just like I'm just of the con- like I'm just of the mindset like why are we talking about your bloody pussy? Why? You know what I mean? Why I see your tampon, it's there. We don't got to talk about it. know it doesn't need to be a topic of discussion. I'm on my period. I don't care. I'm going to eat it anyways. I'm going to fuck you. It's going to be great. I just feel like after I've had sex with a girl in her period, I just feel like I've done something wrong. There's just blood everywhere. I just feel like I've done... I'm not even that good in bed. I, uh, why are you bleeding? You know, it's like, wh- I just so much. I feel like I'm going to get a knock on the door. SFPD, you know, I, I don't... <laughs> we have a warrant for your arrest. I didn't do anything wrong, officer. Good. Uh, okay, no, I'm with this one, because that didn't work good. Um, <laughs> I punched this chick in the face one time. In my defense... She hit me first in her defense. I didn't have to use a car. <laughs> 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 the truth is always the funniest, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Good night.
0: Yay, Mark Neuer, you gotta add a tag to the end of it when the police comes and you say, I just, I just punched that pussy in the <laughs> face. That's why it's bleeding everywhere. That was that was lovely. Mark Neuer. Yeah. That was good. We're gonna play Magic on Sunday if anybody wants to come by and uh, play Magic with us. It's really fun to dork out. He's really smart. Like I always knew Mark Neuer was really smart, but you know, after he decimated my really good decks in <laughs> like with like five games in a row, I was like, damn, this bitch is fucking smart. Like <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's good. It's good to lose. It's good to lose every once in a while. I'm not used to it. I'm I'm used to winning all the time, so uh, sometimes you gotta lose. Everybody clap your hands for Mark Neuer again!
1: Yay!
0: He's a good kid, everybody. He's a good kid. Like your next comedian, another. And it's it. I love it when guys under 30s have jokes about women's periods. I just really it just it's so fun because I'm like, oh yeah, you got a dog in this fight? Do ya? And mostly it's just FOMO at this point because I haven't had a period in like 10 months now. So my eggs are dead. I am no I'm worthless now. But your next comedian is not. He can still spurt sperm and as many ladies as he wants. Put your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I knew that was in reference to me for sure. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend just got an IUD. No, I'm just kidding. I'll do that later. Um, it is so hard to make eye contact at these things. Oh my god! <laughs> How long do I stare at you? Wouldn't it, I feel like when I look away, then it's uh, awkward too. I can't. You can't win as an audience member here right now. You really. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it doesn't even look like we're really winning as comedians. We're just <laughs> like freaking out. Um, Sure. I almost said, I almost said quarter, I almost said quarter, uh, like we're having quarter life crises. I'm almost 30. I really think I'm living till 120. Really? That's a little arrogant. I don't like when people who are even 25 say that they're having a quarter life crisis. It's like, I hope you don't live till 100. You suck. (laughs) For (laughs) For saying that, A. B. Millennials in general, I'm not a big fan. Like, can you imagine... Denying yourself the opportunity to have sex just because you're like, ooh, they like pineapple on pizza. <laughs> like, <laughs> you suck. Um, I don't know. Taylor Tomlinson had a had a a special called Quarter Life Crisis, uh, and it's like, dude, I've seen your your late night sets. You've been 25 for like four years. <laughs> like, I, when are you gonna have a birthday? Um. I uh <laughs> bought my girlfriend a dildo <laughs> so uh, wow. sh- she could practice giving head. Uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. I'm going to try it more than once. I am. Um. What? So I could train her to give head? Really? Hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely... I uh, I just bought my girlfriend a dildo <laughs> uh, so I could train her to give head. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. How did it sound? I, I feel like it got him laugh the first time. It's just spontaneity, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's how jokes work. <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't know. You know how, like, when relationships are uh, tense and you have a pet? The pet... Ends up being who you're passive aggressive. Like, I remember when my parents would argue growing up, they would always get passed off onto the dog. Um, it's just the way that you talk to the dog, it was like what you would have said to your partner, but you say it to the dog because you're passive aggressive. Like, oh, well, buddy, I guess we're, uh, I guess we're not going to the barbecue this week, huh? I, I, I find that I, uh, I'm having that same, that's happening to me. I'm like turning into my dad now. Like, every time I see my cat, I'm just like, why won't you suck my dick? <laughs> um, I don't know. Jeez, um, what's uh, what is what is what is up? Um, I uh, I did I did just uh, my girlfriend did just get an IUD recently, which like should be you know I should be like hell yeah I don't I don't have to uh, I don't have to worry about condoms anymore. Um, they cost like a thousand dollars though. For and I he- I heard what they are. It's just like a piece of copper. It's like, well, couldn't we just like taking some pennies and like <laughs> just put I don't know, push them up there. I I don't know. I mean, at least for me that way. I know next time it tastes like blood, it'll be because of copper. You know, <laughs> not because of the other, the normal reason. Um, yeah, this eye contact. Woo, not happening. Um, <laughs> not only do I socially distance, but I've stopped making eye contact. Uh, I don't think the CDC ever recommended it, but, uh, you know, I just to be safe, I don't have any friends anymore. Um, it's true. Once quarantine started, I lost pretty much all my friends to this, uh, to coronavirus-related problems. Um, they didn't die. They just stopped talking to me, uh, which is just true. It's supposed to be. It's funny because it's true, but it's just true. Um I actually I got into uh, some arguments with friends when we were all locked up and I, I learned a lot about arguments because it's never actually about the thing that you're arguing about. I was trying to like write a I was trying to write a TV show with another guy and he kept shitting on my ideas and I kinda kept feeling like he, he was so confident in his ideas, he convinced me I was convinced that he was that he was smarter than me. Uh, and then one time it, it was getting really tense. And one time I went over to his apartment to write uh, and then I used the bathroom and I, I couldn't uh, wash my hands because the sink was clogged with pubic hair. So just weigh those two pieces of information. You're, you're insecure about your own creative talents because you think someone else is more creative than you. But they're, you're stepping on their toenails in their bathroom and their sink is clogged with pubic hair. All of a sudden, you're like, this guy doesn't know how to write a TV show. <laughs> uh, and every time he would criticize me about my stupid ideas, I'd be like, Are you sure about that? And it ru- it ruined everything. Um, I, I mean, I don't I don't even, I don't care if you're Albert Einstein. If I went over to Albert Einstein's apartment and I asked to use the bathroom, and he was like, Yeah, this is on, on the lift. Um, and I went in there, and there was just a giant shit, like unflushed. Al- Albert Einstein left a massive shit in the toilet, and he never addressed it. Uh, I'm going to be looking at him teaching me the theory of relativity later. I'm just be like, yeah, OK. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure, Al. I don't know. Um. Because <sighs> who hears a comment saying, I don't know, man, shit's fucked up right now, man. <laughs> like. Every time someone's like, it's crazy out there, I'm like, I, I stopped paying attention. <laughs> um, that's just me, though. That's just me. Do you guys hate comics? <laughs> say, what do you guys want to talk about? Because <laughs> I really want to say that right now. What do you guys want to talk about? Shout it out, shout out a topic. All right, you guys have been great, everybody. My name is <laughs> Kyle, yeah. Oh, if anyone has cigarettes.
0: Kyle Morrissey. yay. He tried to change his IUD joke just for me because I yelled at him on Monday. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Kyle. I like the $1,000 instead of the 150, I like that. Yeah, it's expensive. I mean, I'm on Medi-Cal, so my IUD was free also. Uh, Jack said earlier, like, you raised us. No, baby, I never had kids. That's because I'm a responsible drunk. Like, unlike your parents, <laughs> I didn't have you because I like to drink <laughs> all the time. So I didn't have kids. Um, I'm, I don't know anything about your parents. They might or might not drink. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Um, but I didn't raise that generation. I only taught you in school for four years, and then I got the fuck out because I was like, this is a waste of time. We have a female rock block coming up for you next. Um, very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah, Shelby and Andrea, so it's a female rock block. It's exciting. All the ladies in the house in the hizzy. Put your hands together right now for Shelby, yay!
1: All
6: right, thank you. I kind of took like a leaping jump up here because I was excited and then I realized I'm kind of tipsy. So that ended out as well as it would have. I'm up, I'm not bleeding. Um, How are you guys? Welcome to 2021, we made it, we did it. 2020 is behind us, we're all different people now, right? Right? Uh, Anyone behind like the whole new year, new me shit? No, is that just me? I'm like looking for a new personality to add my arsenal. Um, Maybe this one likes Peloton and giving guys space, so. That's hopeful. I never, you know, thinking about 2021, like it's a very futuristic sounding year. Like we got into that when we hit 2020, like very futuristic sounding. I don't think the people who illustrated 2021 thought a 91 Civic would still be on the road. (laughs) I don't think that's the vision of the future they had in mind, like a very survivalist future. Like that's Mad Max shit. Like you see a Honda Civic crawling up over a dirt hill. Um, I'm trying to make more money, right? Like everyone's goal, prosperous, like trying to make more money in 2021. I was thinking, I was like, maybe I'll set up a live stream in my room. I've heard that you can use that to make money. And I was thinking, I was like, I'll be very artsy about it. Um, I'll just have it pointed at the ceiling, right? And it'll just kind of watch the blades go around and around and around 24 seven. That's only fans, right? Ah! I haven't looked up my competition, but that's only, okay, okay, I think it could work. Very Thank you, baby. <laughs> um, now, 2021 might be the year that I start dating women. Cause I'm pretty done, pretty fed up. Every conversation I have with the male sex just kind of makes me want to transition. Um, but I realize I'm like, I'm, I'm far too much of a feminist to date women. Uh, they deserve a lot better than me. So, I found out that I'm, oh, Pam, hello. Um, (laughs) No, I just, you know, I realize that I'm very high maintenance. Like, I took my love languages test, and I got all of them. So, and I just want to say, like, because I'm still dating men at this point, and if his love language is physical touch, he's a hoe. Yeah, that's kind of stay away, swipe left. We know how that story ends. Um, but I found out, like I'm incredibly high maintenance. Like I think my love language ultimately is just attention. So this room of about five people is not enough. <laughs> Craving more. Um, but also, like I'm just i very high maintenance. Like I was taking like a 45-minute shower the other day, and I swear to God, I thought I was gonna get a letter from the state of California, like cease and desist. This is we can't get an aqueduct to your house. You need to stop. <laughs> this is a drought state. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like I'm still dating guys for the moment. And I realize it's because guys are really easy. Like guys, guys are pretty simple. Like for a moment I thought of like, maybe I'll just get a pet and a therapist. And that's the same thing, right? Like cuddles, working through a lot of my problems. And then I realized it would be a lot cheaper just to text my ex. Oh. Vet bills and therapy are very expensive. We're talking triple digits, but my ex might, he might even buy me dinner at one point, so I'm in the green. Um, an economical decision at that point. (laughs) Guys are really simple. I, guys are simple because I'm a terrible gift giver. I'm not really good and I've gotten really nice gifts over the years and the only thing I can match it with is I'm just like, oh my God, like happy Valentine's Day. Um, I got you my body, yay. (laughs) Happy holidays, thank you. My God, it's wrapped in all of these clothes. (laughs) So much fun for you to unwrap. Um, But guys, like dating guys is really fun because it's just like I'm not a huge commitment person. Like I'm not really in it for the long game. And guys, every guy I've dated snores. And it's just like a nice reminder. Like he's not going to make it. (laughs) Like he's barely breathing as it is. Like his, his days are numbered. So I think I can hang out here for as long until his lungs give out. Um, I uh, I grew up in Orange County, California, which is, is strange, like people look at me and they're just like, really? Like you grew up in Orange County? That's, that's like, it kind of makes sense, but not really. As so I grew up in a very different kind of Orange County. Um, like I watched Real Housewives growing up, just like down the street, not on TV. But recently <laughs> I've revisited it. I've revisited it and I'm really into reality TV at this point. And I keep wondering like why isn't there Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? I keep thinking because the drama might get predictable, they're just gonna fight over their husband. So, and that, and then it's also too, like I started watching Survivor, like I've become a really big Survivor fan. It's a lot of fun and I realize like I'm eating a lot more because I'm like there's people starving on TV. (laughs) For my entertainment, so finish your plate, bitch. I grew up in a really different kind of Orange County, like my sister and I were playing tennis with each other over the holiday break, we're very good at tennis, and we were beating each other game for game, like we couldn't pick a winner, and she and I had a fun laugh because only our dad used to beat us. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which is fun, like most people look at me and they're just like, my God, like you can't even believe like child abuse is a thing, like you know, like you're pretty and your anger management is mostly under control and that Coke problem will fade out in like five years. And I'm like, oh my god, did you say pretty? (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, It's just, it's just, it's been different. Like I was hanging out with my friend's dad over the break and we were all having beers in his driveway and he was telling all of us, and we have been at their house for like 20 years at this point, like we grew up there. And he was saying, he's like, shit, I gotta get this place tented. Tenting a house costs like a couple thousand dollars. It's not, like it's a lot of money, but when you've had a house for, like, 30, 40 years, it's something you have to do. And he was like, yeah, I'm still not going to do it. And we're just like, first off, gross. Like, it's not enough that our ex-boyfriends still know where this place is, and they'll drive by. Like, that's a pest, but there's literally bugs in the walls. (laughs) We'll keep showing up, but Jesus Christ, you people are cheap. Like, no wonder none of us went to college. Like, goddamn. Um... I was thinking the other day, because I was drinking and driving, um, not like at the same time, but I was definitely over the limit, um, i just very talented, and it would really suck to get a DUI because I'd be subjected to a jury of my peers, and I'm on the borderline between Millennial and Gen Z, and a jury of Gen Z sounds terrifying. First off, no one's paying attention to the facts. Like, no one has an attention span of more than, like, two seconds. And if it's not in, like, Technicolor or has, like, a dance routine next to it, no one knows what's going on. So I'm fucked. But at the same time, like, I wouldn't want a jury of boomers because they're going to be like, hi, yeah, we've heard the evidence, and we just don't believe it because that's fake news. None of those facts are real. So we're going to leave this up to a Facebook poll to decide you're fake. I feel like millennials is like the best way to get out. Like with a jury or peers, like we're fairly even-minded. We're not really, we're kind of just along for the ride. Um, Although with Gen Z, I was thinking about this, like I would have a lot of luck with Gen Z, because if I'm gonna get convicted, it's gonna be for probably assaulting a partner of mine for like looking on, I don't know, like his ex's Instagram or something like that. And they're gonna be like, your honor, we completely understand. (laughs) We feel like she's in the right, free our girl. Thanks. So. I don't know, new year, new me. Like, I feel like I need to start waking up earlier in the morning. And a lot of people think like, hey, waking up early in the morning, like that's a sign of responsibility. Like, you're gonna do that. Oh, are you going to bed early? Like, oh, good for you. Like, you're going to bed by like eight or nine. That's amazing. You're probably getting so much done the next day. I'm like, no, I'm trying to end this shit as soon as possible. Like, I don't wanna be awake for this. I'm going to bed at 6 p.m. If it could be three, I would. I'm going to end this here. Thank you so much. I'm Shelby, guys. Have a good night. Hey, Shelby.
0: Yay. When you give up men, I you, we don't even have to go out to dinner. I will make you like I'm a really good chef and I'll totally cook for you. And if there's bread, there's sober bread, sober loaves at the top of the days up there. Um so there's there's some the cheese bread. Some of them have, are spicy enough cheese, the one that looks like it has sugar has sugar obviously and then one of them's just plain. And if you want any meat and cheese, I have meat and cheese back here if anybody wants food or whatever. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a cheese. The cheese one is like paneer cheese. Um, and it, the, the, they, you can tell it's like little cheese bits. Paneer looks
2: like tofu.
0: Yeah, it looks like tofu, but it's cheese. It's, um yeah. Yeah, I, I, I bake because I'm scared that the world's falling apart and I have no control over anything. And so I bake and then I'm like, look, I have control over yeasts and I murdered entire cultures. Yay. I'm bred as some Nazi shit, bro. Your next comedian, uh-huh. she's running underground shows and she's amazing, and we're all so happy about it. Put your hands together, uh-huh. everybody, for Drea Myers! Yay! <laughs>
7: Yeah, give them the whole menu right now. Uh Let them know. Um, I'm gonna bomb, because I have nothing new. And (laughs) I have nothing new at all, and everyone has done new stuff, and it's been amazing. And I have nothing new, because my soul is dead right now. So it's hard to create when you're dead on the inside, everyone. (laughs) Ah, I I was just thinking about like when you're super depressed and you wear like bright ass colors to like deflect you're like I'm not depressed I'm wearing red (laughs) I'm not that depressed everyone calm down see how see this is perfect I'm bombing now I just like to look at my phone like I (laughs) like I have a set list it's literally just my timer Like hold on, let me check. <laughs> well, every time I bomb, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> what else? Bam, <Ba-dum-bum>. bam. <laughs> I literally have nothing <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. Oh, let's see. <sighs> There's just nothing I want to talk about. All my thoughts are very dark and disturbing. I have nothing funny in my head. Jack You're fine. That's true. <laughs> ja- uh, jack, you make good money, Jack, yes? You have money? Your family has money? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> jack has money, which was why he came on stage and talked about how there's nothing wrong for 10 minutes. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. everyone's fine. You guys just need to try harder.
1: <laughs>
7: that was his whole set. It was like, nothing ever goes wrong ever. <laughs> and it doesn't when you have money, so bless you. I hope I'm there one day. I'm trying to manifest money right now, you know what I mean? Just manifest it. Bring it about, you know what I mean? Shit. give me some money. You just go outside and you look at the sky and just go hundred thousand! just comes Um, (laughs) Um, I have two dreams in life number one well actually three I just want to be rich famous and powerful those are my (laughs) three dreams (laughs) Those are my three dreams in life, rich, famous, and powerful. I'm going to be rich enough that I can live in a hotel because I hate cleaning and I want room service, you know what I mean, and a big-ass bed and privacy. I want to be famous enough that I got to deal with paparazzi like once a week, just once a week. I'm like, God damn it, paparazzi again? (laughs) And I try to manifest it, too, like I'll roll up to like a red light and I'll like, Pretend, like, the person behind me is paparazzi, I'll you know, like, duck down between, like, the wow. rear view and the side view mirror. Like, they can't, they can't see me. They can't get a good shot. <laughs> Number three, I want to be powerful. I just want to be powerful enough that the, the government decides to kill me. That's it. <laughs> That's a fucking stupid line. That was a hack line. I felt... I felt all your guts, all your comic guts drop, like, hack <laughs> when I said that one. What else, everyone? <laughs> um uh, Did you guys know that spiders, if you see a spider in your dream, it represents your mother? Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever, <laughs> <I do now. laughs> yeah, whenever you see a spider in your dream, it represents your mother. Um, That's why whenever I see a spider in my house, I make sure I kill it extra good. You know what I mean? (laughs) Extra good, just wipe it in. (laughs) Don't even just wipe so it's just spider all over the wall. Just make sure it's gone, (laughs) sage it afterwards. (laughs) My mom's a crazy bitch, dude. If you all ever think I'm a crazy bitch, you should see the bitch that I came out of. (laughs) Because she is fucking nuts, bro. She's fucking insane. My sister's a crazy bitch, too. If you guys think I'm a crazy bitch, my sister, one time I saw her chase a dude down the block and fucking flick a lit cigarette in his face. In his face! It almost burned him. She literally chased him down the block and then flicked a cigarette at him. I was like, damn. She's like me, but 10 times hotter. So just imagine that. Ugh. Fucking family. Um, COVID's been going on for so long, long, (laughs) it's been going on for so long at the beginning of lockdown, I heard my neighbors having super loud sex and now they got a newborn baby. That's how long this shit has been going on. There's nothing like hearing a newborn scream every day when you're ovulating. When you're fucking ovulating and you're trying not to have kids and you just have to listen to the downstairs neighbors kids scream all day, you're like god damn it. I'm trying not to get pregnant right now. Why do I got to listen to this soundtrack? <laughs> oh man. Dude, I have to get a job soon, you guys. It sucks, I do not want to get a job. The hardest part about looking for a job is not wanting one. It's probably the most difficult part of that entire process. Um, The second most difficult part for me is the job interviews because I'm way too fucking honest. Like if I ever start acting and they ask me how I learned to act, I'll say job interviews, dude. I'm in character the entire time. Um, I have been fired from my last 12 jobs because of my mouth. <laughs> all because of my mouth. <laughs> all because of my mouth, not because of my actions, not because of my performance, <laughs> all because I have a mouth on me. And not even cuss words, just smart mouth, you know what I mean? Just smart mouthing people in authority, which is what you do when the people in authority are dumber than you. <laughs> you smart mouth them, that's what they call it. Um, the last time I got fired, uh, I was in a meeting with like 30 fucking presidents of companies, and I had to give a presentation, and this bitch that was two levels above me, my supervisor, was in the meeting, and I started giving this presentation, and I told them to turn to the second page in the first section, turn to the second page in the first section, and then in front of all these powerful people, this bitch was like, um. <laughs> If you look at the corner of the page, there's a number that you can reference. And I was just like, oh, thanks, Nicole, for explaining how page numbers work. We really appreciate that. (laughs) And then the whole (laughs) fucking room, there was only two people that laughed. It was like two of the top people laughed, hell out loud. But the rest of the room was dead ass quiet. (laughs) Dead ass quiet. And that's why I got fired. (laughs) That's what they fired me for real shit. that's what they fired me for. That was it, and that's how I got fired for my last twelve jobs was for <laughs> fucking saying shit like that. I'm not meant to like be in a position of fucking subordination where I can't speak my mind. That's not me. I'm like a wild horse, I'm like a wild fucking bronco, you know what I mean? I'm built like a horse. Look at this shit. I got fucking tree trunks for legs, bro. I gotta haul logs every time I go for a walk. I'm just out here fucking like a lumberjack hauling these fucking tree limbs around. Um. All right. Thank you so much, from J. Myers. Yes,
0: riffing. That was really exciting. Uh, that makes me so happy. No, really, because you usually every time I see you, you're at your own show and you do material and stuff, and you riffed, and that was super awesome. And, like, that makes me feel better about my set last night. Because I was like, I just <laughs> riffed around. But, no, I, I laugh multiple times. It's good. It's good. You've got, there's a bunch of new jokes in there. Listen back to it. It was lovely. You're always lovely. You're amazing. Um, find her comedy on the slide. Don't find her. Don't, don't find it or find it. You can find it or not find it. Whatever you want. Your next comedian, he finally found parking. And that's exciting. I saw you. I saw you driving around the block multiple times, like forever ago, and I wrote your name down on the list. And here you are with your hat and your lumberjack outfit. Cool. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Matthew Quirk. Yeah. And while he's doing the changeover there, there's th- all the food up at the front is freshly baked bread that I baked this morning. That's sober loaves. There's no weed in those. There's weed back here, but th- those are all, so, so if anyone wants, needs any, if they're peckish, the sober zone's up there. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Quirk!
8: All right, restart the clock. Restart the clock. Uh, anyway, Drea Myers, man, all suicidal, you know, depressed and shit. Usually we say don't jump, but in Drea's case, we're just gonna say don't fall. <laughs> She's tall, all you people out there in Mutiny Radio land. She's hella tall. Uh, anyway, Mark Neuer reminded me. I was shopping for candles the other day. Uh, I found a candle that was called Confidence. It reeked. Oh, my God. Give a fuck what you think, no eye contact. What? Kyle? <laughs> Care about your opinion? Uh, anyway, how about that incel rebellion we had last week, huh? How exciting was that? I mean, you know, uh, afterwards they started having, uh, you know, debates on the congressional floor about what to do about it. Those things were so fucking boring. I was like, can we have another rebellion? This fucking political shit's boring. Anyway, I got a new name for those guys. The Ku Cucks Can't. (laughs) Nailed it. Uh, apparently, um, a bunch of those people, since they all like live video streamed their criminal activity, uh, don't call them stupid though. Uh, apparently a bunch of them were on the FBI's, uh, watch list, like hundreds of them. And, uh, I think I see the problem here. I think we should start calling it the stop them list. Instead of just watch because they... There was a rebellion last week. Did you guys catch it? It was exciting. Anyway, a bunch of those guys, the Proud Boys, they're all like shaving their beards and trying to like delete their accounts and everything. And it's like, what's up, you're not proud? <laughs> not Proud Boys? <laughs> not proud no more? So anyway guys, you think we're gonna see uh, Trump's tax returns in the next five days? Anybody? <laughs> you think he's gonna show us his health care plan? The, the the great one that was going to be the best ever, that one. You guys forget already? You guys remember when he tried to nuke hurricanes and buy Greenland? <laughs> Seriously, it was only like eight months ago. Uh, a bunch of Trump staffers apparently are having trouble finding a job. They've been putting out resumes. Apparently they're having trouble finding a job. And someone said, what advice would you give them? And uh, I would say pull yourself up by your bootstraps, motherfucker. Fuck off. Maybe you should learn to code. (laughs) Uh, uh, I really don't care, do you? Yeah, Uh, how about be better? That's another Melania one. Uh, Anyway, I guess they're getting bitch slapped in the face by that invisible hand of the market. And uh, free market ain't free, what can I tell you? Uh, Let's see, there is a football coach, the first Muslim football coach has been, yeah, at the professional level. And here's the real good news. He's going to be the first football coach to not break the Sabbath. (laughs) (laughs) See, they're all Christian as hell, and it's always on Sunday. Oh, my God, you're so smart. I am so (laughs) fucking smart. (laughs) Too smart for these my audience here. Uh, Anyway, apparently, uh, Melania Trump won't meet with Dr. Jill Biden in the transfer of power, the peaceful transfer of power. Uh, First of all, what a bitch. (laughs) Uh, Second of all, be better, right? No, (laughs) anybody? Uh, And uh, anyway, Melania, now do you see why Vogue doesn't want you on their cover? Now do you see? Uh, Let me, where was, uh, I'm not gonna say the bad phrase, whatever I do. Oh yeah, so somebody was talking about the quarter life crisis. Uh, There is no quarter life crisis. You guys are just losers. (laughs) That's all that is. Um, You guys know who Frank Lutz is? He was one of the political operatives who came up with all those clever words to make things seem worse than they were. He works for the Republican Party. Uh, If I tell you his most famous thing, it'll ruin my punchline, so I'm just gonna charge ahead. He's claims that he doesn't think that there's any way to save the Republican Party at this point. And I think (laughs) maybe they should have a death tax. (laughs) The death tax was his big famous, instead of a state tax. Is, this is really smart shit, guys, I swear to God. Anyway, people, boss, yeah. uh, people are making all kinds of comparisons uh, with Trump to Nixon, but uh, I would like to make a few key comparisons that are different. For example, uh, Nixon had a dog. Nixon could play piano. Oh. Wow, I didn't yeah, was N- Nixon was a lawyer. Nixon served in the military. Nixon could read. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Nixon could answer questions from the press, even the female ones. (laughs) So those are some pretty key differences. Also, guess how many impeachments Nixon had? Zero! Zero! (laughs) Zero! Fucking zero. Anyway, I don't know if you know this, speaking of impeachment, uh, Trump does have the bigliest numbers. (laughs) He has the most tremendous numbers. Nobody's seen numbers like this before. That's right, that number is two. (laughs) That's the biggest number. Anyway, uh, there's a bunch of presidents who have, actually most of them, have zero impeachments. And uh, we call them good presidents. They're the good ones. Yeah, people noticed I was driving around here, looking for parking. I finally had to uh, drive up one of those uh, slow streets, and is that what we're calling retarded people now? Slow? Is that what? Are they all in one? <laughs> are they all in one neighborhood? So I recently read a thing about how there is a big discussion about if there is a proper way to wipe your ass. Oh my goodness. Like front to back, back to front. Uh, I I don't know if there is, (laughs) but there sure is a wrong way to wipe your ass, right? (laughs) We can all agree the unclean way is the wrong way, okay. So uh, Trump being banned on uh, Twitter, right? Am I the one who found life incredibly boring now that he's been banned for Twitter? I mean, there's no reason to get up in the morning and see what happened. Uh, anyway, he's still against TikTok. I think the reason he's against TikTok is because that's the only sound he's hearing as his presidency winds down to its final moments. (laughs) (laughs) He's entered the Edgar Allan Poe phase of Ah. his presidency. That's a literary reference, you telltale heart, (laughs) bitch. It's all yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: no telltale heart.
8: Never more, motherfucker. Two impeachments, never more. (laughs) Okay? Uh, I hear a lot of my woke friends talking about, like, um, you know, they want to defund the police. I'm not sure what I feel about defund the police, but I am sure I want my refund from the police, (laughs) right? 27 pounds in 2009. I would like that Ah. back, please. And in case you don't have it, I'll take the cash equivalent at 2009 prices. (laughs) That would be fine. Am I the only one who got arrested ever in this room? Okay. (laughs) This is great. According to the DA, that's what I have.
0: They weigh the dirt. They They weigh the dirt. They weigh the sticks
8: and stems. Yeah, they they, they have a thumb on the scale. See? This really leans into that thing about you. are you crazy or white privileged because you don't even (laughs) know how the system is on drugs, man. They... You know, Jack is at like, in a tent talking to himself level crazy. (laughs) But he dresses better than all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Which just shows his tremendous wealth, right? (laughs) You gotta have money to appear normal at that level. Anyway, so I'm sorry. You know what, I've fucked with Jack before and I I, I just wanna make sure he knows I'm kidding. I don't want the system to come down on me and I certainly wouldn't want to insult Mr. Ferguson at any point in any way. Uh, So Facebook is on my ass again, guys. Uh, Apparently they want me to fact check an article that I read on Facebook. And I think that's pretty unfair, quite (laughs) frankly. That's not cool at all. Uh, So you realize this whole incel, I know I'm all over the place. Do you realize this whole incel insurrection happened because uh, Trump leaned on Pence to overturn the election? He leaned on Pence so hard that Pence had his first real orgasm. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, then the crowd wanted to kill Pence. They wanted to hang him for real. Uh, that still didn't inspire Pence to turn on Trump. Because Pence is a ride-or-die bitch for real. Because they were going to kill him. That's the that's the die part. And he stood up. Say what you will about that, Christian, but he stood up. Uh, let me see. Uh, people are trying to blame Antifa for being part of that insurrection. But... Uh, Antifa has too many gigs, right? They gotta drive Uber, they can't be taking over capitals. (laughs) They gotta make ends meet. Anyway, Antifa has skinny jeans, right? Not tactical pants. (laughs) Although I did see that one guy, that President Camacho guy with the antlers and the fur. Apparently he got arrested and is demanding his vegan food. And so maybe Antifa was out there. Rally after all. No? I certainly didn't expect to be up here for 10 minutes while no Pam I'm cleaned out a fucking closet. No,
1: I'm trying to get the weed out of the closet.
8: You can be done. Oh. Oh, okay. But no one's at the boards. Yeah. Thank God, guys. Are you done? So I've been having some really gassy <laughs> shits lately, and I, I'm trying to be relatable. Uh, yes, I'm done. Let's give it up for your next comic, please.
0: <laughs> Political pundit and master clever man, Matthew Quirky. Also- I'm sorry. I'm in the closet. I've got all this weed in the closet, but all this fucking art is on top of it. And like I'm bruising my hand like trying to get the weed. Because no one has weed except me. Is that the how the whole world works? Am I the only person in <laughs> California with weed? Is that it? That's fine. It's cool. It's fine. I'm gonna get in there and get some. And and then I'll give it all to to fucking Mark Neuer's mom. It's cool. It's fine. She's dead. She's fine. She's fine because she's dead. She's fine because she's, she's, she's dead. Do you get it? <laughs> the, uh, the, if she'd smoke some pot, it would it would mask the resting bitch face. I'm sorry, I just like throwing like Mark Neuer tropes out into the world. Your next comedian, what a joy and a wonderment. Put your hands together. Everybody for Mike
1: Bonds! Yay! yay!
9: <laughs> yes. Man, how you guys doing tonight? All right. Ah, man, I just took one of Pam's edibles. I'll see you guys Monday morning. I'm out. I'm just, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's serious, man. Shit. Uh, did you guys see uh, the, uh, the, the storming of the Capitol the other day? That was actually the second most uh, biggest display of white privilege I've ever seen. You know, the first was when they nominated Trump. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That was literally the first time I've seen that much white privilege being thrown out there. That's all I'm saying. You know? I wouldn't point at you, (laughs) Dre, But I can. (laughs) You see that right there? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Interrupting my set and shit. Why you pointing at me? I'm the only black guy in here. Shit, everybody pointing at me, goddammit. Damn, man. How many people think they phone watching them, man? I know my phone is watching me. You know, it's taking data and shit, man. I used the Waze app the other day, man, and Waze was fucking with me. Waze was like, hey, Mike, as a Popeye is about a half a block away. Would you like to get your big ass over there? It's like, fuck you, phone, but go ahead and get me there anyway. I got a few minutes to kill. Let's do this shit. <laughs> man, 2021 is actually uh, starting off fucked up already, ain't it? But it's going to end something big, you know. I mean, that's the pre- that's the presidency, you know. We're going to end that one and start something new. I'm just going to look for the motherfuckers that's moving the shit out the White House. You know what I'm saying? The movers and the shit. How they going to feel, you know. Hey, we found this bud in the White House, president. What you want us to do with it, you know. I don't know. I'm working on some new shit, you guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys. Um How many people think white privilege exists? Come on now, clap it up. All these white people in here, y'all gotta, look, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? (laughs) This is the perfect place to ask that shit, ain't it? (laughs) Right. (laughs) The only brother in the room, (laughs) look, (laughs) look, he just got that joke. He's like, yeah, I get it, I get it. (laughs) You know, I'm uh, casually uh, displaying my black privilege right now, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know. I asked, I asked. I went into a store, tried to buy some white privilege one time. The guy was like, "No, nope, we don't sell that, buddy. Not to you, at least." I was like, "Can I buy some black privilege?" He was like, "Sure." So what about to buy the Newport. So I was like, "Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Oh shit, man." Uh, during this pandemic, I, I, I realized a lot of people was out here buying toilet paper and shit like that to wipe their ass to make it, you know, to make it a thing. That was a thing, you know. People were out here buying toilet paper and shit. And I realized, I looked online, I was like, wait a minute. Why is everybody buying toilet paper? I could just get a bidet and keep my ass right like that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, do people know about bidets? Like, damn. You know, that was like, damn, everybody's buying toilet paper and shit? I was like, man, how am I going to shit? You know? (laughs) Because you go to Costco and shit, it's like it's out and shit. I started using my son's T-shirts and shit. (laughs) His old shirts and shit and washing them on laundry day. Fuck that toilet tissue. (laughs) Real talk, man. One thing about the pandemic I honestly miss is buffets. I really do miss buffets, you know? It's fucked up we can't go to buffets no more, because, you know, as a big man, that's the highlight of my week, you know what I mean, going to a buffet and shit. You know, before the pandemic ended, I went to a buffet, and there's this little kid, and first of all, I want to tell y'all, you got to watch your little kids in these buffets. You know, there ain't shit in these buffets. kids sneezing and shit everywhere. You know, it's a little kid walking around the buffet, taunting me and shit. Hurry up, fat man, let's go. I said, somebody gotta get the kid. I'm about to slap the shit out of this kid. Then he kept taunting me, hurry up with those mashed potatoes, fat man. You know, then he took a piece of chicken and he put it in the fudge fountain and he threw it at me. I was like, fuck this little kid. But I tried it anyway. Turns out that shit was pretty good. Y'all go try that shit out. <laughs> fudge chicken. Tell them a little badass kid sent you, man. <laughs> we got any married folks in the house? I know nobody married here, man. Let me just tell you. I know, right? Everybody's single as a motherfucker here. Let me just tell you guys, as men... You can't argue with your wife, okay? I'm serious. You can't argue with women, right? You know that. You can't argue with yourself, right? (laughs) Right? She's like, ah, how did that work, right? I tried to argue with my wife. It didn't work out. So I went on Amazon. I bought a book, How to Argue With My Wife. The first page, it said, shut the fuck up. That was the whole book. Just shut the fuck up, Mike. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, man. Shut it up. You know, I talked about how my phone, I, I feel like my phone is watching me, you know? I log on to my phone, and it knows exactly what kind of porn I like and shit, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, do you want to watch some ebony porn today, Mike? No, I think it's Asian Day. It's Tuesday. Let me try this out today. Let me try this out today. And don't get me wrong. Porn is getting crazier and crazier these days. Don't you think? I know you done seen some crazy porn before. You look like <laughs> the type that have seen some, some shit. You know what I mean? My buddy sent me a video the other day of a dude fucking a goat. You know what I'm saying? I know, right? After I got done jacking off, I had questions. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of questions, you know? You just don't watch a goat video and just, you know, just be normal after that. You know what I'm saying? But it was some great angles and shit they was getting. He was getting right under the goat nuts and shit. I was like, that is some good camera angles. I need to holler at that guy. (laughs) And I know, I know he's like, man, four years of college and this is what the fuck I'm doing? (laughs) Filming a dude fucking a goat. But the goat actually seemed to be enjoying it, though. You know what I'm saying? So all consent, all consent. And he used a goat skin condom. So, hey, even better, you know, (laughs) even fucking better. I gotta let my mom know this to let her understand how to use cell phones and shit. You know, parents don't know how to use cell phones. Always fucking up and shit, you know. My mom, she video called me the other day. It was fucked up because I was jacking off when she called me, you know what I'm saying? Don't act like you ain't never did that before. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It was fucked up, too, because she video called me and shit. And the first thing she said was, are you coming over, Mike? (laughs) I was like, fuck, Mom, I'm coming in a minute. I'm coming in a minute. God damn it, Mom. Stop fucking with me. I gave my grandmother some edibles, you know, right? She's 96. So I think at 96, you should be able to do heroin, crack, edibles, any goddamn thing you want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at 96, you should be able to shoot up heroin and drink at the same goddamn time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? <laughs> at 96, you should be have access to any drugs around the world period, you know? Fuck that, you know, cuz if I make it to 96, I'm gonna be a high as fuck at 96. <laughs> You know, but anyway, so I gave my grandmother some edibles, you know, and first thing she did was ask me to put them into a sweet potato pie. Ain't that some grandma shit right there? <laughs> Baby, can you make me a sweet potato pie edible? I love getting high. Okay, grandma, here we go. Right, I know, but it's fucked up, Pam, because every time my grandma get high, she loved talking about the old days and shit when she used to suck my granddaddy dick. I'd be like, grandma, I don't want to hear that shit. I want to hear about you sucking on granddaddy dick, eating his ass and shit. Calm that shit down. Grandma, you too high. You too goddamn high, you know? (laughs) Straight up, man. Just lost some weight during the pandemic. How many people lost weight? Don't clap that shit up. I lost two pounds, Pam. (laughs) I lost two pounds of weed and shit. That's fucked up. So if anybody sees my shit, it's got my name written on it. Mike Bonds, just please return that shit, man. No, it's fucked up because weed is getting stronger and stronger, you know what I'm saying? When you go to cannabis clubs and shit, you know, what have to analyze you and shit when you first started going there, you know? Well, what do you need it for? You need it for daytime or nighttime? You need it for the... <laughs> hey, I just want to get high. I didn't know it was all these complications, my brother. You know? <laughs> they ask you everything. You're like, bro, what the fuck, man? You know? And it's getting so fucking high. I was smoking with my buddy the other day, man. And he's from New York, right? And after, like, the joint, after half the joint was up, this motherfucker had developed a Jamaican accent. I was like, bruh, what the <laughs> fuck? You know say, i Yeah, man, me chillin', man, you know. Me feel real good, man, you know. What the fuck, bruh? You, you just had a New York accent a minute ago, you know? Can't smoke with everybody, either. You know, you realize that. You know, yeah, you smoke with the motherfuckers that love giving you stories and shit while they high. You're like, dude, all right, I got a couple minutes. I spoke with my other buddy the other day, man. He was giving us a story about back in the day. He was like, yeah, man, I remember one night the cops tried to get me to finger my boy. I was like, whoa, that's too much information, bro. He was like, yeah, they tried to get me to point him out of a line. I was like, oh, you should have said that in the beginning, bro, because my mind just went to, no oh! do it, do it, finger him now, you go free, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, bro, that's exactly where my mind went to, like, you had to finger your boy just to go free, would you let your boy finger you to not go to jail, <laughs> keep it real, <laughs> Jack, would you, <laughs> <laughs> if a cop was like, your boy got to finger you, <laughs> or oh, you're out, <laughs> would you do it, <laughs> oh, <don't> no, <know>, right, <laughs> he's like, remember that one time, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, right (laughs) yes he will you guys just won't talk about that that'll be like yeah that night never existed bro (laughs) never existed it was like dude's night out (laughs) you know just never existed man like fuck man realize i got a big ass head i'm gonna keep going i know my head's been big my whole life though you know what i'm saying it's fucked up it has been you know and it's a trip because I gotta explain this shit to my son because he got a big ass head too, you know what I mean? Pancake know what I'm talking about. You got a big <laughs> ass head, Pancake. That's actually pretty impressive, you know what I'm saying? You know, and then, you know, big head people always want to sit in the front row, don't they? Look, <laughs> he lucky somebody ain't sitting back. I know you didn't got the shit slapped out of your head a few times. Move your big ass head, Pancake, you know? I went to go buy a hat the other day and the dude at the hat shop was like, hey, man, it's going to be eight to 12 weeks before we can get your size in. <laughs> it's hardcore, bro. Yeah, it's a big ass head, you know. I feel like, you know, I feel like I got to have two important conversations with my son. The first one is how to deal with the police because it's real right now in America. And the second one is son, you got a big ass head, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And both are equally as important. Both are equally as important subjects. Subject matter, you know. Man. How much time I got, Pam? I'm sorry. Uh,
0: really, whatever you want. I'm the only comic left. So
9: oh, okay. I'm. I'm yeah. just. Well, I guess I'll keep ripping then. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs>
0: like, like, do two minutes. Two two minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
9: What to? Okay, good. Uh, what what to do in two minutes? Oh yeah. Um. So uh... anybody got any tattoos in the house tonight? Any tattoos? Yeah. Yeah. I know, man. People are always getting these. You know, these monumental tattoos. T- I don't have any tattoos. First of all, I have not gotten any tattoos in my life. You know, right? I'm a unicorn, right? But people are always getting like their kids' birthdays, their grandmothers' birthdays' pictures. And then there's these people to get these Asian tattoos written on them. You know, the Asian writing and shit. be like, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? You appropriating that culture or some shit? You know what I'm saying? You don't even know what that shit means. He's like, it means faith, moon, stars, light. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> you know? So when I get a tattoo, I'm going to get some Asian writing, too. That shit's going to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, and fried rice. You know what I mean? You know, because when I go into an Asian restaurant, I'll be like, here go my order, man. Don't fuck it up. Ain't that dope, though? No, that's a dope tattoo. Don't fuck it up. It's just no peas in there, too, bro. <laughs> hey, y'all, that's been my time on Mike Bonds. In a hair
1: store. Mike Bonds!
0: Yay! Yay, and then yay. All right, uh, I'm going to run around do whatever. I'm Mr. Music. Look at me. Mark Neuer's never seen Rick and Morty. Mark Neuer's never seen Rick and Morty, and it makes me feel so jealous because he has so much joy and wonderment ahead of him. Like, his whole... He has so many hours of amazing good times ahead of him, and he has no idea. He's never watched Rick and Morty. I've got baked goods up here still, too. These are um, These are sober's. And I have some treats in the back that aren't. Um, Does anyone have any, uh, yeah, eat some food. Yeah, um, that's just regular bread with nothing in it. This one has cheese and that one is sweet. You're gonna go with the regular. Yeah, I'm sorry there's no butter. So since we're here and you know all my jokes, does anyone have any questions for me or any jokes that they like that they want me to say? or any stories that they'd like me to regale or any questions. What's the longest I've ever gone without sleeping? That's an excellent question. That would have to be Burning Man 2007. Um, I think I did like 27 hours. That's it, 27 hours. I mean, mean, but it was because I was on a lot of drugs. It was good, it was good. I used to do meth when I was 25. Um, I was in and out of meth when I was 25, just three months. You know, that's the thing. Meth, you either do it for a minute or you do it for life. I did it for a minute. I did it for three months. And and I wasn't actually, I actually slept at night. It's because I was teaching junior high at the time. Emotionally disturbed students, right? So I'd get to the classroom and I'd be like, what? Welcome to today. And I'd like tap dance on the desk. I'd be like, oh, are you all ADHD? Do you not like like history? I'm on the desks tap dancing. We're having a good time. And the, t- the aides in the classroom were like, you're really good with this population. <laughs> it's like, funny enough, we're on the same drugs. <laughs> this is before Adderall. God damn it. Once they invented Adderall, they're like, "Oh, it's time release, and you take it in your tummy." It's like when you snort that shit, you are on fire. We I used to have to snort Ritalin, and it made a blue ring around my nose. It was so embarrassing in the morning when I'd wake up and I'd be like, "Oh, look at that crusty blue ring. (laughs) That's all Ritalin. Gross." But that isn't even that was after my meth times. Like I was actually into meth for like three months. Uh, Why did I stop? Very funny, actually. The guy—it reminds me of you, actually. I was—I was stage managing. I was the stage manager of the Woodland Opera Houses. Um, um, when, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. It's first cigarette to your last dying day. What's Side story? story? So I was the stage <laughs> manager, and I was also the dance captain and I was 25, I had a butt shelf. Oh my God, you guys. Like I look pretty good for 46, but when I was 25 and I'd been, I mean, I was a ballerina for 23 years. My ass was so hot. It was so, (laughs) like you, it was a shelf. It looked so good. Like there wasn't any, like now there's a little bit of like cheesy stuff on the other side. But like, and I still have a shelf. It was, my God, my ass was hot. It's (laughs) the only thing I'm bummed about losing that VHS tape is my friend borrowed it and I'm like, my ass was so hot. Anyway, I was a dance captain. West Side Story I was also the stage manager and the director was out for a night and I'd been doing a bunch of meth because I was like I'm a junior high school teacher and I'm doing this play and I never sleep and I've got all the stuff and my my uh, now ex-husband we weren't married then but he was we were in Davis and he was at veterinary school blah 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 anyway I was doing a lot of meth and so I smoked all this pot before the singing. I was like, oh, the pot will calm me down from the meth. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> so I'm at rehearsal and I'm like grinding my teeth and I'm taking notes because the director wasn't there and I was a stage manager and I had to take notes. And there was this dance scene and the guy who was the lead um, was much like you. He was very tall and very blonde, very cute, but he had these like clumpy shoes on and it had nothing. And I just like, I spent like 20 minutes talking about his clumpy shoes. <laughs> And everyone's sitting there, like the director isn't there, I'm giving the notes, and everyone's listening to me for like 60 minutes as I'm babbling nonsense about nothing, about these shoes. And they're like, are you okay? And that's when I stopped doing math. I was like, I can't. I'm not a real person anymore. Shoes, oh my God, he had these big fucking clumpy shoes. And he's dancing and they're doing this dancing and it's like, Maria, I love you, Maria. And he's got these huge fucking clumpy shoes on. It's like, what is, <laughs> this is a huge problem. <laughs> they were like, we don't, he's not, those aren't the shoes. It's just, this is just rehearsal. Everything's gonna be okay. I was like, no, it's not. Nothing's ever gonna be okay again. <laughs> hmm? No, it was really easy. No, it was <laughs> How about this? How about this? It's really easy to stop anything as long as you want to. Ha, ha, ha. I bit my nails for 46 years and look at my gorgeous fingers now. Ha, look what I did, it's COVID. Don't stick your fingers in your mouth, bitch. (laughs) You gonna get sick, so you just stop. No, everyone's like, oh, is it hard to stop? Is it hard to lose weight? Is it hard to be skinny? No, I walk five miles a day. It's very easy. You just make, you just make these things. I was a ballerina for 23 years. Did I enjoy being in front of the bar for six hours a day? Well, yeah, kind of. But not all the time. But I did it to be skinny. <laughs> Whatever. Like, oh, God, you got to do stuff and work hard to get ahead in the world? No way. I'm sorry, Gen Z. I'm sorry, millennials. Oh, no. no. Your parents just don't give you everything for the rest of your lives? No. Sometimes they abandon you because you'll never be good enough because you don't love Jesus.
1: I oh, doesn't exist.
0: Or does he? I don't know. It's fine. I I love believing in a 33-year-old man with a beard that sits on my bed and holds my hand and loves me and tells me all the time how much he loves me. That's great. (laughs) I love it. I love 33-year-old men with beards that hold my hand every night since I was eight or younger, whatever. Oh, but oh, Jesus is real. Oh, so good. Yay. Other questions? (laughs) When I was 25. No, that's the thing. People have always thought that I do coke. I don't, A, I can't afford it. Uh, B, it makes me a dead person for the next 24 hours. If I do A, bump of cocaine, the next i i end up just laying in my bed for the next 24 hours like puking and holding the cats and being like am i gonna be okay and they're like no <laughs> <laughs> the cats, the cats are just shaking their heads like why did you do that again like you know what's gonna happen you're 46 your body cannot handle cocaine anymore you're not a child i used to take 2xkybtq whatever the fuck they gave you. was oh, it was a key bump at the BART station and we're all here doing poetry. Here, do this. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm still alive. Isn't that nice? This is in the days before fentanyl. I, I, I actually did fentanyl of my own volition because my ex-husband's, well, when my father-in-law died, he was still my father-in-law. We hadn't gotten divorced since then. Anyways, on his deathbed, he willed me all of his drugs I know. So he had 59 Marinol. Do you know what Marinol are? Pharmaceutical grade THC, it's totally fake and it's awesome and they have these little orange pills and they're amazing. (laughs) So he took one and he was like, I can't do this. And so there were 59 of these pills and then there was this pharmaceutical grade cocaine that they give you to be awake when people come hang out with you. And he didn't like to take that either so he gave that all to me. Like on his deathbed he tells my ex-husband, give all my drugs to Pam and I'm like (laughs) I knew he loved me it was my mother-in-law that was the cunt face that hated me his father always liked me he's like look he was black he's like look you married a white bitch and she's cool (laughs) like yeah he gave me all his drugs so he gave me fentanyl patches he gave me 12 fentanyl patches and they were 75 milligrams a piece and uh, I know they're big but here's the thing I'm not a dumb bitch. I scored them, right? So I took the, because it's transdermal, it means it goes through your skin and whatever. So I scored it, so I was only taking 25 milligrams at a time. And I still, I don't like opiates what did I learn? This was such a fun trip because I put the, oh, I put the first fentanyl patch on. I scored it and I put it on my body and I was like, Ugh, I can't do it. I couldn't even do like a Winnie the Pooh word search with my cats. Like I didn't even, I was like snuggling with the cats. I'm like, this is beauty and joy and wonderment. But I had to have this, uh, I had to cook for this dinner party and I'm like, oh, this is hard. I can hard. I can't do. But like After 52 hours, I ripped that dermal patch off. I'd been puking and everything. And I looked at my now ex-husband and I was like, I'll never be an opiate addict. What did we learn? He was like, "You? what were you doing? (laughs) I was like, I was on fentanyl this weekend, bro. He's like, but the only reason I learned how to do drugs without telling him is that he used to do acid all the time without telling me. And like the next day he'd be like, hey, did you know I was on acid yesterday? And I was like, oh, really? Nope, (laughs) didn't notice. Couldn't tell. So I was like, oh, did you notice I was on fentanyl yesterday? And he's like, well, kind of. I knew something was wrong. (laughs) And what did we learn? I'll never be an opiate addict. Yay, life (laughs) lessons. But fucking, if you guys got Ritalin, I'll do it. (laughs) I'm not going to get that blue ring anymore. Questions? Other questions? (laughs) Questions? Questions about my (laughs) drug past, my anything? Oh, thank you. Um, I've been baking bread. I think the first thing I ever baked was with my grandmother when I was three. And it wasn't even really baking because it's a safe thing to do with children. You make a, um, um, you make a meringue and then you put the chocolate chips in it and then you heat up the oven and then you turn the oven off and then you let them dry in the oven and they become these delicious little cookies so that I wouldn't get burnt or whatever. But so um, yeah, I've been working with yeast since I was a child and I'm really bummed because like, I actually make so much yeast at this point, I'm wondering when I can like call my own yeast and make my own bread out of it. Like, can I actually scrape my vag? Like I'm not having any more babies and nothing else is coming out of this, but I feel like I should still be able to use the box for something <laughs> like, like, a, like an easy bake oven, like a thing, like maybe Fitbit and easy bake oven can get together and they can like create a thing in my uterus where it can take my own yeast and when I'm walking, it like needs the dough. And then on the bus, I'm just like, bing, like popping fresh bun, like delicious. Like, who doesn't like freshly baked bread on the bus? <laughs> who doesn't like that? Who doesn't want a bun on the bus? But I do, I bake I bake a lot of bread, um, mostly because it's one of those things where like I, I have huge control issues. I used to be a ballerina. I used to obviously have control issues. <laughs> but there's, you take things that aren't things, and then you put them together and you make them into something, and then it's edible. Like, that's fucking magic. Like, I'm a witch, <laughs> I can bake bread, yay! I put
1: weed in it, everybody gets high, wow!
0: <laughs> witchcraft is cool. Anybody else practice witchcraft? Yay, tarot cards, you got tarot cards? Anybody else have tarot cards? Anybody read their tarot cards? Magic eight ball, anybody? Anybody into the magic eight ball? <laughs> So the magic eight ball doesn't make most of your life decisions for you. That's just me. Okay, <laughs> just me. No, seriously, I ask the magic eight ball for everything. It's 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 right like fifty percent of the time. <laughs> it's pretty much just like it. I'm not a gambler. Anybody else gamble? I someone stole my lighter. No, stole my lighter. True. That is true. Questions? Any other questions before I'm done here? Any jokes that you like of mine that you want me to repeat? No? No! Nope. I, when I was a poet, no, seriously, when I was a poet, Charlie Getter, he was a poet, and he was like, we'd go do 16th admission together, and I'd be like, I never want to repeat the same poems. And he said to me one day, he pulled me aside, he's like, bam, if you don't repeat the same poems, how do people ask for requests? And I was like, damn, bro. We'll start doing the same poems. Do you want to hear a poem? <laughs> that, that, look at that overwhelmingly no <laughs> from the audience. <laughs> Do you want to hear a poem? Yeah. Okay, it's a seven line poem. No, I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna this, this is what I'm gonna the poem. wrap the poem. Yeah. Uh, no, it's um so uh, back in the day. Uh, let me just teach you guys something for uh, for a second. A nonce n o n c e is a poetic conceit that you create yourself. So, like a sonnet is a poetic conceit that has ten lines that are all iambic pentameter, and then there's a couplet at the end, etc. That's what that that creates that form. Anyways, a nonce is when you create your own form. So. At this one point, I did these seven line poems and they had this certain feel to them and it was like, my nonce. Anyways, this one is about beards. I have a fetish about beards. It's not just because of Jesus. Maybe it's because of Jesus. It's probably because of Jesus. Okay. Uh, uh, there's a city in your beard, rows of tiny houses filled with clever pundits.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is, flat. Black, plastic, vinyl, there was records, man murder, played, mixed, and the judge's gavel All fell for you every Saturday. Jury found him, him guilty too.
1: by Scott Sixth. Walk.
0: Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic in.
1: spotlights this is Coach Resist with you to the radio big up to number one station Rifle! The Fire firing But he made it
9: Martin Luther King, you know that. Maybe. Once upon this planet Earth Lived a man of humble birth Preaching love and freedom for
1: his fellow